This bonus episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. So from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 10 bucks, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Prop swaps, America's marketplace for buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP in your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus 100% instant deposit Thrive at ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. And Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 k with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to go get started today. And we're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance at 100K. All right, welcome back, DJs, for the uh, the special bonus episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast. We're going to do some uh, of our Super Bowl prop picks since you guys came through with the reviews like we asked you to. Steve's got a drink in his hand. We're going to do some crossover sports, some silly shit. And uh, Steve, you ready, baby? Of course I am, although this feels a little weird to not be uh, doing all Golf Central. One. I, it, it, I'm a little bit out of my comfort zone right now. Yeah. Well, I, so, I mean, you're probably just like everybody else, especially like me. Like, I started the NFL. Everybody starts betting the NFL. Um, yeah. No, my my first bet laid was uh, Seahawks minus or plus point and a half over the Broncos in Super Bowl 40, whatever that was. And that was over at the first quarter. Wait, that was the first laid bet? The one that with fucking Cam Newton? Yeah. No, 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 no. This is like 2012. Seattle versus Broncos. It's Peyton? Yeah, the paid one where they lost like forty three to eight. That was your, you. That was your first late bet. Yeah, it was my first late bet. Whoa. Yeah, and then I started. I started with football, and I started with golf. Yeah, I mean that I mean, was like ten years ago, pal. So, yeah, I, I mean, too, I guess yeah. I'm thirty eight. I've been betting for over twenty years. No, I, I, just, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get into betting on sports until I started to have disposable income. Yeah, well, so yeah. that makes you that makes you smarter than most of us, right? Because like so. Yeah. When I was a kid, my dream was to be a bookie. Like, that's what I wanted to be. That was my life goal. Wise guy in a bookie. That's what I wanted to go. be. Yeah, I mean, like, I played poker and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. But, that, like, as far as, like, sports gambling, I yeah. never got it until after college. I think yeah. the first the first bet I lost that I can remember was 20 bucks to my buddy's father, um, 96 Super Bowl. I I thought the Patriots were going to beat the Packers, and my buddy Andy's dad fucking uh, – Bet me twenty bucks that the Packers was gonna win, so I bet. And he fucking took my money. So fucking twelve years old, I already knew. <laughs> already, already knew I should not be betting with my heart. Twenty six years later, still have not learned. So yeah, this, uh, he was probably just like this stupid kid. He's I'm not even getting points or anything, or like exactly. no, just straight right. up, straight up. It was just a straight up, basically bet. an odds boost for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Exactly. exactly so. All right. So before we get into it, though, so we had the first round of the Waste Manager Phoenix Open yeah. today. You knew I could not help talk about golf. No, listen, uh, this is a fucking great first day, man. Yeah, so what do, what do you think? What's uh what's your general overview about like, you know, what's happening? I'm so happy that well, first of all that it's full capacity again. Like there might not be a better hole in golf than 16. 
There really might not. Oh, be. come on. Dude, it's, dude, listen, and, and especially like when you saw, so you didn't, you said you didn't watch a lot of back nine, right? So, so JT did like the ear thing. Rob was pumping him up before the tee shot. Like that's shit you don't normally see. And so like, I like when guys embrace like the madness. You know what I mean? Like I don't want like the sloppy, right. sloppy shit, but dude, it's, a, it's, it's a good side of golf that will help bring more people to the sport. So I, I really, I really dig it. I mean, it's 150 yard path for, I mean, what's the difference? I mean, it's, if people get, uh, you know, crazy about the TPC that's a wedge, 117 right. onto Island Green, you know, and we get loud down here, but nothing like that. Uh, but no, that. I, I, I get it. I think even like, even with the fans, I still prefer all the ga- all the patients behind the 12 T box at Augusta or at the 16th there. Okay, all right, that's fine. That for me, like, like if we're putting it in Pantheon, I'm like, okay, like. Combination of whole vert with fans. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. So, so that is recency. But I get right? it. Right? Right. Recency. Fine. I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So, and, and dude, what's really nice is uh, like, I'm super impressed with ESPN Plus's coverage. Oh my God. It's so it's, much better than NBC. When it switches to the golf channel, I get so upset. I'm like, oh, great. Here we yeah. fucking go. Play through fucking. I get to see uh, Ricky Fowler for the last fucking seven holes. I'm like, how about you put it on Sahith, who's fucking cl- chasing uh, down KH Lee? Like, put it on that. I hate the golf you know. They, they like, yeah. they, they cover it so bad. No, they, the ESP ones, what makes it so much better than what NBC Gold was, because, like, we only had one option at NBC Gold. It was three golfers. No yep. matter how good or bad they did, it was that. Yep. We have four options. Yep. This one. Main feed. groups and featured yep. holes. But I always just do the main feed, because they do a great job just transitioning to everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And then they'll switch to, like, all right, here's the leader over here. We're going to follow him for a little bit. All right, yep. all right here's another leader. We're going to go follow him. Yeah, they're real. It's just, they're just on. They're, they're on. Just going. It is. They do a and grill around. Like yeah. the announcers are good. Like they don't step on each other. They don't make the corny, stupid jokes. Like they know what the fuck they're talking about. It's like listen. It's like a. It's like PGA Tour radio, but on TV. Right. Yeah. No, you know what I mean. It it really is good. I, and I I like the features, the holes they had. Although, the, the one they didn't have, which but I saw a lot early in the morning coverage was uh the car crashes on hole eleven. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my man. god, dude! All that, the waterfalls. As soon as I started seeing just anything down the left side of the fairway, it was wet. Yep. And what I worry about is maybe we'll get some complaints today. Because, oh. but hey, don't hit it there. Don't if hit you it there. Want the ball to go in the water. Don't hit it down the left side of eleven. Yeah. And dude, then I, I saw I saw Woodland hit the green, and the ball just rolled right off the wow. back into the water. Yep. I saw Cantlay hit the like within five feet, and it rolled into a bunker. Yep. Like, give me more of that. Like, Absolutely. firm, fast conditions is entertaining. Yeah, that's what we want to see. Yeah, it, it like it, it really is. It, it was so nice to see too. When I texted you, I was like, "Ooh, the score is subdued." I was like, "I was like, I think this guy's yeah. so firm. Like, let's go." Like. Oh, it's, it, it's, yeah, it, it was crispy out there, but there's still opportunities to score. There was a lot of good scoring opportunities today. Yeah, hell yeah. And and the it's it was it was like if your guy started on the front didn't really do great, like Corey it's Connors fun. did today. He's plus yeah. four. And then I was like, all right, but there's some good birdie holes to come in. He had yep. 15, 17, even 18 guys to take advantage today. Yeah, and he had plus one, so that was pretty good. Uh, you know, as far as like the leaderboard right now, you know, I. I I'm not going to mush anything, unlike some people in the Slack channel try. Oh, to oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's stop. Or, right or in your text messages. Oh know. yeah, fuck you, Tommy. By the way, yeah, I, like unbelievable. I sent Steve the text that he he texted me that he won't make another birdie. He just made the turn. <laughs> like I, he, I know he does it just to just to irritate me. Because yeah. so his the 
he didn't realize the power of the mush until he was at my house for whatever AFC championship game we were in. Uh, and Gostowski missed the extra point. Oh, okay. Cause he goes, he goes, he never misses these fucking things. I was like, did you just say this shit out loud? Did you say that? And then he shanked it. Like, and we were like just starting to be like close. I was like, I might not be friends with you anymore. Like I wanted to kill him. Like I was yeah. not happy. I was not happy with Tommy for a while over that. Um, but <laughs> well, yeah, Tommy's a really nice guy. So I'm Tommy's, nice. Tommy's, nice. Tommy's, you need more nice guys in your life. I got plenty. Of, I surround myself with nice guys. That's why I, I had to have the balance. Um, <laughs> the, and then I got Paulie tripping me on Twitter. Paulie and then, uh, uh, Moon off saying, you know, saying it's a bush job too. Listen, you can't say, I said, let's fucking go KH lead. I, I'm aware that I have a whole afternoon wave to survive. I didn't say cash it. I wasn't saying he's going to make this birdie. That's not a mush. He posted his fucking score. I have a first round lead of sweat on a fucking Thursday. You two can shut the fuck up. You don't know what mushing is. No, I, I actually agree with that. There's nothing yeah. you can do to KH Lee at that point. And nope. it's completely out of heads. It's like what John said on Monday. It's like fantasy football. Like you can only do what you can do. And then <laughs> if your opponent has like Jamar Chase, he goes 250 with four touchdowns. Hey, what are you going to do? What do you do? You can't stop him. So yep. yeah, yep. it's, that's not a mush. I mean, you have done mushful things oh, over the last month. I'm, I'm and aware maybe what. what comes around goes around, or what goes around comes around for you. Maybe, maybe. But yes, I I did see a couple things, and like I kept my mouth shut. But I know you texted me, and stop. I was like, "Dude, what?" I was like, well, "Don't tell me if I don't hear it, it doesn't exist." Well, because it already happened, so, so yeah. it didn't matter. That That's why I stay out of the Slack channel sometimes. I'm like, I can't fucking deal with it. Like, I, I don't want to. Yeah. It, just don't say anything. Let's let's set a ground rule right now. Yeah, ground rule. You can that. say negative things. You can negative, say stuff that sucks. Reverse jinx, whatever you yeah. want to do. Yeah, like if I want to call Corey Connors a bum yeah. after the turn, yeah, I can do that. And then he had to turn it around. Hey, right. that works Perfect. out. But like, don't say anything positive until they're done. Until they're done, please. The score is posted in there in the clubhouse. That's it. Yeah. That's, the, that's the only time keep, you can say keep something. it to negative comments or just yeah. shit like I do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. So yeah, I mean, like it's a good leaderboard. There's a lot of yeah. I mean, things like, up the top. It's going to be an entertaining Sunday. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, you got Xander Brooks, fucking JT, fucking Rom. Rom could have had an amazing round today. He didn't score on any of the five fives, yeah. not one. Really? And, uh, that's not, that's surprising. Yeah, man. I'm I think like, there was actually a crossboard prop of his birdies on Sunday. So that would be interesting if he's not burning in the par fives. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, we could talk about that one a little bit. Um, <laughs> but. But yeah, and look, I get to, I get to sweat an overnight first round leader, hopefully chop at this point. We got, uh, we got the gala with about a 15 footer for par and, but nine scoreable too. So, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, best, we'll, we'll see. You know, we will see if he comes to the pack. Who knows? I mean, he's got to think about the 16 footer, but yep. that means he's just going to practice 16 footers in the practice green tomorrow. So. I know. Yeah, it was so, annoying. so annoying. All right. Why don't we take our first break and then we will get into Super Bowl props. Let's go. All right. Well, listen, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Louisiana, and New York. I mean, I'm going to start running out of state soon. I mean, it's uh, the, the legalized sports betting and wins getting into all the good markets, man. So listen, they're bringing you the excitement of the win Las Vegas, the online sports betting and casino for play from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. So listen, don't forget about all the props that are going to be available on WinBet for the Super Bowl. The best part is you can build your own bet to create a prop focused same game parlay for the big game. So be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour. 
each Thursday from 5 to 6 Eastern uh, during WinBet, Win Hour, Marquee Games of the Week. We'll have better odds on WinBet to give you a larger payout opportunity. So go sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 10 bucks to win 200. Download Bet and Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. So here's how this show is going to work. So we have a lot of bets. But so we're going to start at the top with just given six of our favorite game props. Like, you know, no crossboard, no novelty, like any of that stuff. Just six game props go back and forth and then we'll get into some cross sport props uh, i put out an article yesterday with some good golf and uh two rule ones that i can talk about i have a nascar one we can talk about as well and then we'll do some fun novelty props at the end and then we'll give our game picks so love it uh so while we start this out boston capper why don't you give your first super Bowl prop that you love this week so I finally fucking found it. I found it in two different places. And one juice was like 180, and my local hung it at 130. And it's total game sacks over five and a half. Okay. I, I fucking love this prop. Look, uh, Cincinnati's uh, got after uh, got after Mahomes too, man. Like, I don't care where they come from. You got LA's defensive line going against that really, really bad, uh, uh not Kansas City, <laughs> Cincinnati O-line. I think you have nine sacks to Tennessee. The Rams, uh, front four and their linebackers are so much better than anything Tennessee has. Over five and a half, minus 130. I think it's going to be a slog of a game. So yes, give it to me. Okay. I mean, this was further down my prop card, but I think I might as well just bring it up too. <laughs> okay. So we actually talked about this a couple of days ago and, and I had like three and a half at wage you stuff, four and a half wage you stuff. Five and a half was around like minus 120, but then I just saw five. Ooh. Even five. Love it. At minus 145. Beautiful. So I just Put took that a little, play. More, little more juice than you, but yeah. I see it a couple of ways. First of all, we just mentioned the really bad Bengals offensive line. 31st in adjusted sack rate allowed. Rams have the eighth. I think Burrow's going to be under duress all game. And you just mentioned, you know, the Bengals got after the Chiefs. Stafford is a statue oh as my well. God. That dude is, he's Tom Brady mobile. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, considering Stafford and Burrow hasn't really been in a spot like this before, they're probably going to start tight. Maybe they hesitate one split second too long. Yeah, I, I think is. I think I, I like getting just the baseline five for a little more juice, and then we'll get you know maybe somebody gets slammed in the in the fourth quarter or something. Yeah, so. and, and look, juice only matters what when you, when lose. you lose, and you the pushes in play with five. I love the five, love the All five, right. love. The All five. right, there we go. All right, then why don't you go for your uh, your next one? All right, so since we think he's going to be under duress, what's the best way to slow down a crazy pass rush? Screens. So. I want Joe Mixon over 27 and a half receiving yards. It's even money. It's not the, I just feel Seems like pretty high. I don't, so I know I looked at, so I looked up Mixon's receiving yards two playoff games ago and he's gone over 27. I want to say it was like three of the last five games prior to that okay. or something, something like that. Um, and I just think that they're going to have to do something to slow that pass rush down. You can't just let those four guys just run at the quarterback and let them over-pursue, give a little dump off. You know, what is that? Maybe three, four catches for Mixon makes one guy miss. Yeah, dude, yeah. I like that. And it's even money. I'm not laying any juice. 
Like, I, and if the game script, so I try to, I try to make the bets how I think the game script's gonna go. And if I'm right, great. If I'm wrong, it's a bad day. But I, I think, I think Mixon can easily get over 27 and a half with some screen passes to try to slow that pass rush down. Yeah. So I didn't realize that over the last like month or so, they've been giving him a lot more targets. Like it's, it, his game looks kind of weird. Like he was getting nothing at the beginning yeah. of the season. And then about midway through the year, they started giving him like five, four or five targets a game. Yep. And then it was back to nothing. And then all of a sudden, since uh, the Denver game, six targets, eight targets, five targets, seven targets, three targets. And they've all been over 27 yards. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. All right. I can buy that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, I think the only worry you have is like Samaj P. Ryan, you know, getting a couple of those. Yeah. It seems like they've been mixing him in a little more lately. I know. But, but no, I, I like, like that. I mean, considering it's even odds for 27 and a half, you said? 27 and a half, yep. Yeah, I don't mind that. All right, so here's – I'm going to deviate from that. I don't have that anymore in my cards, which is good because I can talk about something new. So as a New York Giant fan, I have always had a soft spot for the misunderstood Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, gross. I know. There's not a whole – he's a knucklehead, okay? Yes. Between getting a fight with the kicking net, guessing it, between uh, pretending he was a dog at the link and then pretending to pee on the goalpost, which actually I that was funny. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. that yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm very privileged to have watched Odell Beckham in his prime. Like I think we forget just how awesome he really was. Like he was such a good route runner. Great hands. Like that Eagle game, the Giants were down huge. And Beckham just took over. He had like he had one of the better catches I've ever seen. It was I think he like he turned around one yeah, hand pinned against his shoulder pads, got two hands down. Yeah. Just like he was it's it, it, I haven't had a whole lot to root for with the Giants for the last five, six, seven years. It was fun to see him just Boss plays like you do a quick slant and just take it to the house. Knees and elbows is what uh is, is what they call it. The slant, yeah. knees and elbows to the house. Yeah. Goodbye. So I already have a sauce for Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. I also saw a couple days ago that apparently, so he has a jeweler, and apparently whoever some guy that works for his jeweler has like cancer and Got it's it. not really going really well. And Odell Beckham gave like I think like a TikTok or like a personalized video to this guy and then I think he set up like a GoFundMe and it had like a hundred thousand dollars in like like a week. A minute. Yeah. Or a minute, yeah. yeah. So I already love Beckham. Seems okay. like he's got some good karma on his side. You know, I, I think I didn't go for the first touchdown, but I think he can do that. I think his odds are like four to one, five to one, I think on that maybe. I hate all the first touchdowns. Okay, so. yeah. So I just went touchdown anytime plus one forty. Okay. Fine. I think I, I think he's going to get a touchdown in this game. Yeah, I can see it. And, I mean, and the Bengals yeah. secondary isn't really anything to write home oh, about. They, don't they suck? Yeah. And and OBJ, oh, listen, OBJ's been eating, man. I mean, if they want to focus on on Cup, then I mean, Stafford clearly trusts him. I mean, yeah. how many how many catches did he have last game? I don't remember. Uh, like I think six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know what? He's uh, you know, Eli Apple's on the other side. They used to be teammates. Ooh, teammates. Maybe. Yeah. Beckham yeah. wants to light him up. Yeah. yeah. So, Apple's, I, isn't Apple's mom like a a pain? For the I Giants, what, what, don't you remember? Like, I think I remember. That's a long. There's been a lot of knuckleheads for the Giants that I've chosen to just kind of forget. 
Look at that, two ex-Giants on other teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they're successful. Go figure. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Don't worry. We signed Joe Judge. Great move, Patriots. Yeah, do you Fuck. want to talk about that, by the way? No, I don't want to talk about that. I, I think we should talk about no, that. No, I think it's – like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We There is no one on this fucking staff that isn't a friend of Bill or some sort of Bill Bobo or, like, a kid of someone Bill likes. Like, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are on the same fucking staff. We got – uh, fat fucking Mike Lombardi's kid. We got like you gotta be like we got two of his kids on the staff. Like we're not gonna have an offensive coordinator. That's probably a good idea for a second year quarterback. And when his offensive coordinator just leaves to go take another head coaching job, probably a great idea. No offensive coordinator. Don't get out. Go out and get Billy O'Brien, somebody who's proven his worth at other places. Let's go get another fucking failure from the Bill Belichick tree. Some hardo who said he was gonna fucking wear pads and I'm gonna take on the New York Giant, New York City's. Uh, personality. We're going to be tough. We're going to be hard. I'm going to run a quarterback sneak on fucking third and 12. Fuck, this is the fucking guy who's going to be our offensive supervisor. Fuck me. I, I can't. Like, I, I don't what I don't know what the fuck is going on in Foxborough. I have no idea. I can't. I can't deal with it. I think Bill may be starting to check out a little bit. Like, I, I, we had we had an offline conversation that oh. a, as a Syracuse Orange fan, I also feel very right. like I'm a hostage to a legendary coach who yeah. is A, no longer sharp, and B, does not look like anyone is either going to tell him to leave or he's not going to leave anytime soon. Nope. And that sucks. Nope. Yeah, because you can see it. Like, even the last couple of years, listen, his he's still an incredible in-game coach, but his managerial decisions have been bad. His staffing seems like it's not very good. Now he no longer has his Vinky and Tom Brady to kind of cover up some of the warts. Cover up all the wars. The, the yeah. thing, he was so egotistical, he thought it was him, not Brady. And listen, I'm not saying Belichick's still the greatest coach of all time. The beginning of our our first dynasty was more Bill than Tom, right? And the latter half of our dynasty was more Tom than Bill. And in the middle, GM Bill fucked over uh, the the players that we should have had. I mean, we went to the AFC Championship game where our best fucking receiver was Rochelle called Rache Caldwell. Rache Caldwell. We had a 28-point lead going into uh, Indianapolis. Maroney coughed up the ball on the fucking goal line, and they and then they went on to beat Rex Grossman and the Bears. Me, you, and the Slack channel could go gone and beat fucking Rex Grossman and the Bears that year. It was the most laid down, <laughs> most laid out Super Bowl ever, and because he didn't want to pay anybody, didn't want to bring Branch back. Rache Caldwell, do you remember that guy? Of course I do. God damn! Man. I think he was on a he was a popular waiver wire ad in like 2006. I actually think he might have died. I think he got killed down here. We shouldn't make fun of him, then. Whatever, he's a terrible receiver. It doesn't fucking make a care. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> the only thing I remember that Colts uh, uh, Bears Super Bowl, though, was halftime show was pretty good. Remember who it was? No. It was Prince. Oh, was I do. Okay, so yeah. I do. Rain and that started to rain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Pretty, it's pretty good. That that was the most entertaining part of that Super Bowl. I, I, yeah, funny I, enough, like, I think a lot of these, like, really bad Super Bowls have that entertaining, like, halftime shows. Like, uh, we were just talking about the Broncos Seahawks one. I think Bruno Mars. Did oh, that he was one? great. Yeah, he was great, dude. He yeah, was, the game sucked. Yeah, dude, he was like I didn't realize I was all of a sudden he's playing all these instruments and stuff on stage, and I'm like, oh, this dude's like a legit musician. Yeah, so he's, I started, he's talented. Yeah, super talented. So I, I started to like him after that. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, much, much more talented than the weekend was last year, by the way. God, that was that was bad. Shakira and J Lo were fucking awesome. Whatever. Yeah. I think it was. Fun. They were awesome. 
they were the wives. I usually go out and smoke pots and we watch it with Tommy. And, uh, and I went out to go smoke a cigarette and I stopped. I mean, Tommy just stared at the TV for the entire half show. <laughs> half time show. Good for you. All right. Mom, take a nap break. All right, man. Uh, so listen, uh, pro- stable duel. There are never enough things to gamble on. And one sport that run- runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play for free and pay games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as 15K with one entry. Didn't Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select and build the best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the U.S. Get it on the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our staples. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own staff. So go download now at StableDuel.com uh, and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, and win. It's kind of like the uh, old school like wire service. It's like when the wire service first came out. What? <laughs> so like I used to be like you used to be able to bet on horses like if I was in Boston and there was a race in Saratoga like how you actually started like the wire services how sports gambling and, and horse gambling like oh, was, okay. was able to go through like I'm, when I say wire service I'm talking like 30s bro like 30s <laughs> like, like right but, but this is like it's like it's like the DFS wire service for horse tracks all right there you go there we go all yeah. right so, while we get back to it so while right. I go why don't I kick it off with my third prop which I'm now out of order, so I gotta go back. So, all right. So, I was looking at the rushing props and the rushing attempt props. Okay. And one caught my eye there, and it was Rams and their rushing attempts. Okay. And I can think, all right, so they are right now, they, they firmly have Cam Akers and Sony Michelle as their one two punch. There's two yep. right there. Yep. Got if I, Stafford's been running a little more lately than I, Thought he would. Plus, if they win, you can get their kneel down attempts. There's three. Okay. It's and for the last, it always it, it seems like every game the receivers has gotten at least one carry, either an end around with Cup or Van Jefferson's against something. Yep. So I found Rams over four players with a rush attempt at even odds. So basically, I have to get. I got two of the running backs. I just need a Matt Stafford scramble or a kneel down. There's three. Mm-hmm. They've been using the receivers. There's four. And then I get one something else. And I kind of got thinking in my head, you know, Sean McVay, he sometimes I think overanalyzes and overthinks things and maybe he can get a little too cute. Maybe he's been scheming up some, you know, end around on the first drive that he's going to pull. Well, they go to Beckham or something. Right. So, and then they'll maybe do one later in the game with Van Jefferson or Cup or something. So I can get okay. to five. I think at the very least, I think that's fours a push. Yeah, fours and So I got yeah, even fours. odds for let's. It's a push. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And it's, what's funny is, so I have a longer shot one that we can talk about, like in the exotics or whatever, with the same line of thinking, the same like universe of thinking on well, why I think this bet is absolutely could happen. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, so what's so your like what's that. your next one then? Over six and a half punts, man. I think this is going to be. Everybody comes out tentative. Like if you think even 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 think about the past Rams game a couple of years ago, punt 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 six. I wish I could get six, but six and a half. I mean, yeah, six and a half. I I feel like this is going to be the type of game where you get four to five in the first half, and then you're going to be sweating for two more two more punts in the second half. Uh, I used to bet the over under punts all the time, like on primetime games, and typically 
it, there's always more punts than you think. And w- with the defense on, on, uh, on the Ram side, Matt Stafford's, I still don't believe in Matt Stafford, man. I still don't. Um, it, it, I just think and with the con- two conservative coaches, like they're not going to be going, if they're on the 42 of their own and it's fourth and two, they're punting. They're not going for it. This is the Super Bowl. This isn't regular season week 14. I think all those situations, which they barely do anyway with these two coaches, I think over six and a half punts. And it's only minus 120. Give me over six and a half points. That seems low. Again, that line. Like, I, because I, I remember like looking at like primetime, like props to it. It seems like those are always like seven, seven and a half. half. So. I know. So, and, and I agree with you. Like, it's not like, like this would be like the Ravens or like the Niners where like they run and just bleed a ton of clock. And right. then like, they're you throwing, know, they're throwing. It seems like, I mean, the Burrow and Stafford, they seem like they want to pass and there can be a lot of quick three and outs and then you get the easy punt right there. So. I like that. I might have to go looking for what the punt ones are. I I completely I forgot about like even like looking at that angle. Amen. Going back to my roots. <laughs> All right. So then my next one. This is in a similar line of thinking as the sack prop. If Joe Joe Burrow is going to be running for his life, I think over two and a half rushing attempts. And how I see so how I see first of all like I think against the Chiefs they had five. If he's running for his life, he's probably going to have to scramble a little bit. Maybe he just runs out of bounds for a yard or two. God forbid if the Bengals win this game, the rush attempts for a kneel down count. And get those as well. Nope. So, yeah, and like, and actually how I see this game going, I think the Bengals might be in catch-up mode at some point, which means, you know, Rams are probably going to drop back their coverage, but they're going to send, you know, Donald and Lloyd and everybody. Because yeah. they're going to be able to get pressure. And Burrow is just going to get some quick yards just to move the chains. Yeah. So I, I think I over two and a half rushing attempts. I think I got it like minus one fifteen. Yeah, I like it. So there's a, there's another prop I saw out there that I was thinking about taking, um, and it's over eight and a half rushing yards. That's all. Oh, okay. That's all his props. It's only eight and a half. And so the reason the reason why I didn't take it, um, I still like the two and a half uh, attempts because even let's say they have the ball at the end of the first half and he doesn't kneel down. That's one. That's one. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, but. Uh, I was listening to sports radio, Boston sports radio, and they were talking about Barrow talking to, I don't know, somebody, whatever. And they, and they were talking about how he was going through the film room and they were like, yo, if the Kansas City Chiefs do that to me, I'm just going to fucking run. Yeah. Like, and that's what he did. So I, I like the two and a half more than the eight and a half yards. Um, especially like, like you said, God forbid they win. That's three fucking kneel downs. You cash it and you're at minus a yard if he doesn't do anything else for the rest yeah. of the game. So I like the over two and a half. I'm right. Plus, we, we've seen Zach Taylor just give zero fucks about Joe Burrow's like, Life, life, life and career. Is how, like, what was that, that Chiefs game where they're at the goal line trying to bleed clock and they just sent, they sent Burrow up the middle like five straight times. Yeah. They sure. almost killed him. Yeah. They did. Yeah, they don't give it. He doesn't care about no, him. So does. yeah, what's to say like a bunch of QB sneaks? So he'll just send them up the middle again. I like it. There you go. All right. What's your next prop? All right. So like I said before, I do not believe in Matt Stafford. This prop lines are all over the place and I found a really good line on it. Stafford. Has tried to give every single one of these games away. Has tried. Stafford throwing a pick, playing one fifteen. I've okay. seen, dude, yeah, I've, I saw it like super high on the offshore book. I was like, fuck, oh Christ, went to go check my local. I was like, yep, I'll take that one. And yeah, dude, like he, he seriously, he has tried to give each of these games away. There's still something in him that just screams losing to me, and I just, I just can't shake, I can't shake the feeling. Like, and that's what makes me so scared to, to pick a side in this game because it's like. I don't trust Stafford. I don't trust McVay, who like fanboyed over Bill Belichick, fucking over the Super Bowl and completely overthought it and over game planned and just 
was terrible. And then it's still the Bengals. Like, I, I, like, how do you get this franchise? Like, the, how do you make yourself think this franchise is going to win a Super Bowl? No offense, Bengals fans, but you guys know what you are, right? Like, listen, I guess the Cavaliers won. And everybody, you know what I mean? Like, if, I don't know. Yeah. Stafford pick minus 150. Let's go. Okay. All right. No, I, 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 I stayed away. Just, I, I, I just, I don't trust the Bengals secondary to, really I don't either. Do much. That, That's the I mean, thing. I know. But, I don't know. I don't and that. like, let's say God forbid, like there is, I think there's a game script where the Rams they run just, the ball. <laughs> well, they just put the boots to the Bengals and like it just, the moment's too big. Zach Taylor is still kind of a stooge as a coach and they end up just kind of sitting on the ball in the second half. And you really only have like two and a half quarters to get that done. Yep. So, but uh, listen, I totally agree with you. Stafford should have threw a pick in the NFC championship game. He's definitely a loose cannon, so I would give you that. Yeah. All right. All right, well, I'm taking our break, and then we'll finish off our uh, our props. All right, well, listen, uh, when you guys are searching on the Internet, you know that browsing online in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other pri- prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the Internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the Internet, encrypting 100% of your data, this means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even if your physical location will be hidden, IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick uh, when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. And they are offering an incredible 70% off they're yearly planning for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. And it's super easy to use. Like I said, if I can use it, everybody can. All you have to do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back. And the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPBand. IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right. While we finish off our last two props of the, uh, our little six pack here. So, Boss Capper, what's your fifth prop? All right. So if you're going to, like, let's say if you, if you like the Bengals to win, right? You're going to take a money line. Right. Money lines, what, anywhere between like a buck 70, buck 90, right? Plus, yeah. right? So if the Bengals win, what are the odds that Borrow is going to be the MVP? Pretty fucking high. Extremely high. Pretty fucking Unless high. Unless Jamar Chase has one of those like. Right. A Dion Branch, Julian Edelman game. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if you could double this up if you want, take the money line and this, but Borrow MVP at plus 250, you're getting better odds than you would on the money line. And if you think they're going to win, I feel like it's a pretty goddamn strong chance Barrow's going to be the MVP. So plus 250, Barrow MVP. Yeah, and even so, I think they might even ring it because don't they still do like, I'm still, I'm going to Disney, I'm going to Disney World. World. Yeah, they're sending Joe Burrow there. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's everybody's darling right now. Absolutely. Like even on like all, like I'll listen to the golf coverages and like they'll talk about the Super Bowl and then like the first guy out of all their mouths like are, is Joe Burrow and how great and special he is. And if the Bengals do win, they will Rig the Absolutely. vote to make sure Absolutely. he goes to Disney World to ride the float with Aladdin and Jasmine and the genie and yeah, wave to all the kids. Right. All right. So I'm going, you went old school with your like punt prop, right? Yeah. 
I'm going back to school with or old school with mine. Okay. So for years, I made a killing on just betting if there's going to be a two point conversion attempt. And okay. it was always plus money. Yep. And I always would bet it. And while I started betting on sports in 2012, it from 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17. And it three years prior to that too. So that was nine straight Super Bowls yep. with a two point conversion attempt. And I would just break in the cash. And then for the last four, <laughs> there has not been one. Yep. So that's called in the golf industry. Putting regression. Putting regression. Yay. But you know what? <laughs> We're due. We uh, are due. And you know what? I think, like, I know these guys are conservative, but they're young. They're analytical. And it seems like I think this is going to be kind of a weird, funky game mm-hmm. at some point. I, I, I think at some point there's going to be a, an opportunity for a two-point conversion attempt to happen. So I'm going back to the well. I'm going to do yes to plus 100. And go from there. I, I think a lot of books too. They offer like will be successful. I'm not touching that. That I just want them to go line up and attempt it. And even so, like now that the, the extra points push back, if there's like a false start, it gets moved to the one. Seems like they'll just go for two automatically if they're at the one. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, and then maybe at that point, maybe I will be able to cash like simultaneously the two point version attempt and, and the rush. Throw. Yeah. <laughs> go with the middle. Exactly. And, I love and it. getting and then getting a concussion is out for the game. You lose out your Super Bowl MVP. Okay. <laughs> well, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Nice. I'm just saying. It's not nice. I'm like, oh I love that bet. Yeah. And you're like, I I hope you lose yours. Thanks, Dan. I didn't hope. I'm just saying it <laughs> might happen because Zach Taylor doesn't care about Joe Burrow's welfare. I mean, he's just he's just a spoke on the wheel. That's it. Well, I, I think the whole franchise does considering the offensive line they put him behind. And their owner is the worst. Yeah, he, Joe Burrow's probably gonna be backpacking with Andrew Luck in five years. Yeah, he's, 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 the owner doesn't care about humans, so I can't imagine he gives a shit about QBs. So no, he doesn't. <laughs> All right, what's your final uh, game prop? All right, so listen, I think the game scripted. Like I said, I think it's gonna be kind of a slog. Um, at least in the first half, I think both coaches are kind of conservative. They're not going to try to fuck it up. They're not going to try to go, you know, San Diego Supercharges going for fucking two every fuck or going for fourth down every time. Um, or Los Angeles Chargers. Sorry, geez. I don't think I'm ever going to not call them San Diego. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Mm. I just well, don't. it's well, you've messed it up twice. San Diego Chargers and Los Angeles Rams. Oh, what did I call them the first time? You called them the San Diego Rams. Did I? <laughs> maybe. I don't think I did. But or maybe Chargers. Yeah, just some chances. Oh, uh, anyway. So total field goals over three and a half. Just keeping it simple. I think it's going to be, I think that, you know, I don't know what they're going to be able to do in the red zone. Both have good red zone defenses. They're not going to push it. Um, three and a half seems like, I don't know, seems like a fair number. Minus 120. Give me the over three and a half, man. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. I like the under in the game. Why wouldn't I take the field goals versus touchdowns? Okay. Yeah. And they're, and they're two pretty good kickers. So <laughs> I think that's a good one. All right. So my six one, I, I was trying to think because how I see the game going, I, I think the Bengals are going to be off to a slow start. I think there's, I think McVay is going to have a really solid. As much as you don't like him, oh, I don't, no, 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 don't misconstrue what I said. I, I, I think McVay, if he wins this Super Bowl, is he not the best coach in the league right now? Probably, yeah. He definitely is, dude. He would yeah. do a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. That's true. No, you know what? You're pro- you're probably right then. 
So I just I just didn't like how like listen as a Patriots fan I was very glad he fanboyed Bill but if I was a Rams fan I would have fucking lost my mind like what are you doing like basically like falling over yourself like praising the the opposing coach like pregame and like okay. whatever like I think I think he, I listen if he wins that I think he's the best coach in the league okay so he's had two weeks to prepare and like the Rams at the beginning of every year just come out storming in yep. week one like it's it's like McVeigh has the perfect. 2025 opening game script. Yep. Addy's going to have that again. Um, I didn't want to go first quarter just in case things are kind of like a little wonky and weird. And I was looking for first half though. And everything was around three, but I ended up finding Rams minus two and a half for the first half. And I took that. Fuck yeah. Why not? Yeah. Dude, that's, a, that's a great line. So I, and I, I paid a little more juice. But it was minus 120. Yeah. And like the three, I think it was like minus one oh five or so. That's but I mean, like I, I and I like getting the half point because <laughs> let's say God forbid they're tied and the Rams have the ball a minute and a half. I'm sweating to get a field goal to win it instead yeah. of sweating. Oh my God, they need, I need a field to push goal just to get to push. Yeah, I don't want for that. And if you, and you think about how Cincinnati's come back in uh, in the playoffs, like they don't do well in the first half. They always the second half comebacks. Yeah, and, and the Rams been crushing in the first half for the most part. Uh-huh. So all right. So that's my sixth and final one. All right. Are there any other miscellaneous ones you're on that just are like honorable mention? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll give you. So, I don't, so first half under, uh, under, uh, everywhere else was 23 and a half. I found one at 24. I feel like the push is in play on that. First half under. Just okay. going with the game strip on that. Um, and then, so like, do you want like any time touchdowns? You want to save that for the other stuff? No, he no, do it right here. All right, so anytime touchdown, uh, we we talked to uh, we talked to John about it. He was talking about Sony being the MVP. I don't think he'll be the MVP, but I definitely think he can score a touchdown. The dude has proven that he does not fumble like Cam Akers, and this is the fucking Super Bowl. He's done it before in the Super Bowl. I hope Sean McVay is smart enough to hand the ball to Sony Michelle, and you get plus one ninety anytime touchdown. Okay, I like Sony that. Michelle. Yeah. Anytime touchdown, Sony Michelle on that, um, and then this might be a whatever, but uh, a sack uh, first. Before a touchdown, minus one forty. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> right, I love that. Too. Like, a I mean, if the Bengals get the ball opening possession, yeah, yeah that could be d- cash immediately. Yeah, I love okay. that. Minus, minus one forty. So sack over a touchdown, minus one forty. I like it. Yep. So I mean, I, I like they've there've been since books became legal everywhere. There's like a couple odds boosts. I had getting an odds boost on Cooper Cup touchdown plus one hundred. I oh, just even money. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, yeah, uh, a popular one, I think, in our Slack channel, and I think they were talking about it, SGP and the mothership. The opening kickoff, no touchback. Oh, I like so that it's, one. Uh, it's always plus odds, but yeah. it's like what thirteen out of the last eighteen years or something like yeah. that. It's I like that been one too. coming in. Like, there's something to do with the ball or something's too firm. Yeah, McAfee came out and said that like it's literally fresh out of the box, so the kicker doesn't get to work the ball at all. And so it's like kicking. He said it's like kicking a rock. He thought he broke his foot. So here's the only thing I'm concerned with, though. And this is kind of like as a golf analyst. Yeah. So it's going to be ungodly hot there, right? No, it's L.A. It doesn't, it doesn't get. No, apparently they're talking like this is going to be a really like like the temperatures are really hot in really? L.A. this year. Yeah. Like no, they said it was like like all those Boston sports guys that are out there this week. That fuck it. The high has been like 82. I think it's it might be like 90 degrees at kickoff. Oh, it's pretty hot. So, as someone who follows golf, ball carries a lot farther in warmer temperatures. Will the ball carry a little more in this one? Now, it's kind of like that half, like, dome 
Yeah. Is it temperature controlled? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I don't, but I don't know if, if it's warmer, the ball might be a little softer than normal. I don't know. I, I think that might be the only cause for concern that gets us all screwed and gets our family dinner just crapped on. If, okay, if I'm, 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 enough, I'm, I'm all with it anyway. Carried. I don't give a shit. I'm all with it. Anyway. Okay. All right. Why don't we uh, take our break and we'll start getting to crossword props. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, listen, Thrive Fantasy uh, is coming, is got a big one for the big game. Uh, it's a daily fantasy sports app, um, an eSports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup for the Bengals versus the Rams. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for each of the over, under, and base on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win the share of the prize pool. Thrive has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game. That's 25 bucks to enter, and first place takes home 20 k Use promo code SGP when you sign up today, and you receive 100% instant first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Deposit 10 or more dollars to receive the deposit match, plus two free 100 k contest entries. Download the Thrive Fantasy at the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting their website at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. And, guys, listen, there's some serious overlay right now. Like, so, seriously, get in there. Go get it. Um, I uh, I got my uh, I got my golf one going tomorrow. Hopefully I win that and uh, I can put a couple entries in there because there's some serious overlay, man. Overlay is where it's at. So go get it, man. Support these guys, man. They've been good to us. So uh, so do that. And then, uh, listen, prop swap. The only thing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swap in the NFL playoffs. January was prop swap's biggest month ever. As betters from across the country cashed in their Super Bowl future tickets, like Joe from California, who sold a $100 to one Bengals Super Bowl ticket for 15 hundo. The buyer got great odds and Joe made 15 times his money. Prop Swap has thousands of buys from across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry up and download the free Prop Swap app today. Prop Swap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, free activity feed, a loyalty reward program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash, and a first deposit match when you use promo code SGP for your first deposit, and Prop Swap will match it up to 500 bucks. So, join the real sports bettors on Prop Swap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. Well, I think breaking news, I think Jamar Chase won the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, man, that's going to crush fucking Munoff. Oh, yeah. I think, every, I think a lot of people had. Yeah, no, I had him, but I like I know, you, I know how Munoff bets. Are. Yeah, yeah, Chase, Chase had was Offensive uh, Rookie of the Year. I knew that shit was toast as soon as fucking Mac Jones fucking threw the ball three times against Buffalo and then fucking didn't do shit for the last quarter of the year. And Jamar Chase is in the Super Bowl. I think, back, I think back in November, I... I it wasn't an argument, but I got into a debate on the well, Slack channel that they were talking about Mac Jones as a lock, and I'm like, mm. Jamar Chase is like on pace to set if, records. If Mac Jones, but if Mac Jones would have done what he did in the middle of the season through this last half of the season and won a playoff game, it would have went to Mac Jones. Well, it's re- well, it's regular season, so yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, I know, but like, I, I, I think like for me, I was looking at that prop or at that and. Like, look, like Mac Jones was good. It wasn't like he was putting up amazing stats. No, I absolutely was not. I can right and like hundred percent attest to that. And didn't didn't Herbert win it last year? Right. And yeah. I, I think that was the thing. Like Herbert got it, even though he didn't win any games over Justin Jefferson, who was great. Right. But Herbert had like an outstanding outlier rookie statistical performance. Whereas with Chase, he was on pace to set rookie records. And 
You're right, though. Then he went into kind of the tank. Mac Jones started winning. But then the way Chase closed the year with that Chiefs win, yeah. when, when he went berserk, that, yeah, that sealed the deal right there. He was going to be rookie of the year. So yep. sorry to everybody who had Mac Jones tickets. Suck. Is what it is. All right. Let's get to crossword props. So want to give a quick update to the one I threw out on, uh, who you say? All right. So I took John Ron first round score minus 135 over Joe Mixon. And so John Rom shot 67 today and Mixon's over under on his rushing yard prop is I think like 62 or so. So I got five free yards to play with. So I feel pretty good about that. So Mixon has to get 68 yards or more, which look ever since October, he's only had four games with more than I think 70 yards total rushing. And if I think that the Bengals offensive line is going to have some problems blocking the Rams, I think Mix is going under. So I actually like being on John Rom there. And that's one of the benefits of doing these crossword props is you end up getting maybe a little bit of a better line than the over under. I know I'm paying a little more juice on it, but like my co-host says, juice only matters when you lose. So I don't care. So I, I like where I'm sitting with the Rom over Mixon one, but so the ones that and I wrote an article. I'll talk about a couple of these right now yep. that I'm on that uh, basically are playing Sunday. So let's talk about one that, unfortunately, you're going to have to sit on for two months. Oh. But I, like the, but I like the angle. Okay. So it's Matt Stafford completions versus players under par at the 2022 Masters. So the over-under right now is 24.5 for Matt Stafford completions. Okay. So essentially, that's pretty much what you're aiming for with the Masters. And yeah. with the Masters scoring, it's always dictated by weather. It's That's the problem with this thing. It's never constant. Just like <laughs> trying to handicap this thing right now two months in advance without knowing what Mother Nature is going to do is a nightmare. Well, that's why you consult with the Almanac. But yes, <laughs> so you consult with the Farmer's Almanac. And even AccuWeather has, like, decent, like, long-term trends as far as, like, what the air temperature is going to be. Now, wind is a totally different conversation. I, I can't predict that. But I can at least get, like, there's three variables that affect how Augusta National plays. Wind, temperature, and, and uh, um, uh, like, precipitation. Yep. If it's windy, you know, it's probably going to dry out the greens. It's going to make ball straight, you know, tough. If it's cold, ball's not going to go very far. Uh, if it's dry, you can't hold fairways, can't hold greens. But if it's warm, balls flies farther. If there's no wind, guys can just go after pins. Uh, if it rains a lot, greens are going to be softer, even though we've got the sub air. Sub air only does so much. Yes, we don't need to go into the sub air discussion. We don't, we don't. I don't need to know about that. So I looked at the Farmer's Almanac. Shout out to um, uh, the Zeus of golf, uh, my father, <laughs> who nice. always buys a Farmer's Almanac. And I asked him about a week ago, hey, can you send me? what they say about the spring in the Southeast. And basically what they say is um, it's going to be a very wet spring with even a chance of showers master's week. But on Sunday it clears out. They made, they made that a master wow. farmer's almanac. I respect wow. that. Go I farmers. Yeah. So yeah. already right there, I think it might be a softer August national, which usually yeah. means a little more receptive guys can fire yep. up pants, a little easier scoring additions. I looked at the long-range forecast, and now this can change. It's looking like Masters Week, temperatures between, like, 78, like, 82, so it's going to be warm. And I've noticed that 75 degrees is kind of like the like the cutoff point between 
Anything below that, it's usually a little harder. Anything above that, it's usually a little easier conditions. So I think it's going to be warmer conditions. I think it's going to be softer master conditions. And I can name five masters over the last 10 years that had these exact conditions because I track this shit. So you got the fall 2020 masters, really hot. It was, that's the weird one where like it was yeah. actually mostly Bermuda. Yeah. 43 guys finished under par that week. Yeah. 2019, the Tiger Woods one where it rained on Sunday, but it was really warm pretty much all week. I think Tiger like sweat through his shirt. Yeah. 45 guys finished under par that week. Nice. 2018, the Patrick Reed one, that started off kind of firm, but it got some rain during the middle of the tournament to you know, make it a little easier. 27 guys finished under par. 2015, the one that Spieth won, it was hot as hell. There was a little bit of wind, but they got some rain before the tournament. It was hot. 32 guys finished under par. And then 2011, that crazy one where Rory looked like he was going to run, run away with it, and then he put it into oh, the yeah, cabins yeah. on 10. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 70 guys had to share the lead down the back nine. 34 guys finished under par. So, I like it. All those, if you take the average of all those, it's 36, which is 12 more than Stafford completions. So, I feel like if that's going to be the forecast, I think it's we're looking at a lot of guys under par, which means Stafford's going to have to throw a lot, but the sharp side seems to be Rams in the under. So I don't think he's going to have all that many pass attempts yep. or completions. So I'm going to trust the farmers, trust the sharps. I'm going to take players under par at the 2022 Masters that have more than Stafford completions at even odds, by the way. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, I know. Uh, you got to uh, sit on it for a couple months, but you know what? It's something else. It's like, I'm going to be doing the Masters bets, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got oh, yeah. that. I got this one, too. Oh, and the and the weather conditions are like 85 <laughs> and two mile per hour winds, nice. and it rained an inch last week. Let's go. Let's go. I like it. All right. I like it. All right. So I got a question for you. I don't right. know fucking shit about NASCAR. Not the first fucking thing. Okay. So what is the Daytona 500 average speed? Like, what well, is this that? Well, this is actually one that I liked. Okay, well, fine. Why don't you? Because this is one that stuck out to me. Because I, I so, uh, but without me knowing, like this is just a guess. I assume these things go like, like what, like two twenty five. Okay, so here's the thing. So with the restrictor plates, top end speeds two hundred, but there's cautions that you have to factor in where they go around the track like it's sixty miles per hour. Okay. So the average speed, including cautions. Is about between 140 and 150. Oh, so you, we have smashed the fucking Stafford over then. Well, so here's the thing: the over/under on his first half yards is only. Oh, it's first half. That's right, first half. Yeah, it's first, first half. half. Yeah, so it's only 134 and a half. So you're in a 10 point cushion. And I also consulted with uh, the guys over the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, which, by the way, is a great listen if yeah. you're a NASCAR fan. They got a lot of good stuff. Um, they think with the next gen car, with the chassis and everything. I think it has some uh, lower downforce. All right, all right. That it's actually going to be a little faster this year. Okay. So right, maybe so that creeps the... actually more towards like 150, which that's a lot of first half yards for Stafford. Oh, I so agree. I so I took Daytona 500 average miles per hour at minus 130 over Stafford first half yards. So yeah, so so my brain, so I have it as I have it check marked on the Daytona side because it's minus 130. I, I forgot my chicken scratches. I missed my first half. And I was like, wait, why, why, did I, why did I like that side? Okay, first half. Nice. Okay. That's beautiful. All right, cool. All right. You, got? you got anything else? Uh, why don't you go with your next one? Because that was my third one. So why don't you go okay. with uh, another one you got? So I got, I'm getting a half a point. Or I guess, yeah, half a point. Uh, cushion. Ron Birdies on Sunday versus OBJ's receptions. Okay. And yep. And I'm getting 
whatever, even money. Yeah, even money. Um, is it even money or 115? It's 115. Um, look, and I think OBJ can catch a bunch of balls, but if they get out early and they're pounding the rock, I mean, I don't see why Rom can't get six birdies on Sunday. He's playing well already. He played great today, uh, and he sh- was only four under, and he didn't score in any of the path fives. Burnt edges all day. Like, we were getting frustrated around. And, yeah, I think he can go out and easily get six to seven birdies on a Sunday to close it out. And, uh, yeah, I like it versus OBJ. I think there's too many other weapons there. Uh, Van Jefferson's definitely always in play. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup um, and and the tight ends. So, yeah, give me uh, give me Ram because he's my guy anyway. That's one way to bet on him. That's not fucking seven to one. <laughs> okay. So he had four today. Yep. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven holes played under par today. Now the golf course probably get a little tougher as it goes on, but all the par fives are birdie holes. Yep. Fit uh seventeen, 17. Birdie full hole. Some of these par fours are a little easier too. Oh, dude, seventeen. He drove the green, but he put himself in a weird spot where he didn't have he didn't have the speed all day on the putter today. Like. Mm. It was it was the speed today. He didn't have the speed. Um, wasn't over. Wasn't also like over like a hundred foot putt too. No, it was probably like sixty. But that was no. Illegal. So I was actually tracking this. So like guys were in the front of the green, but where the pin was, it was back way in, in the back. But he was he was right. He was like right, you know how where kind of it makes that bend. Oh, so he drove it right there. Okay, wow, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big poke. Yeah, and so he was. They they didn't think he would actually make it to where he'd have a right angle. Like he was on the he was on the right side of it, but he still had an angle to it. His speed was just so fucking bad that he left it like fucking fifteen feet short. Oh uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, I see the shot. So he he put it right there. He left it seven feet short, then he missed it. That's yeah. a t- that's a tough putt though because it kind of ridges on the bunker there. And yeah, yeah, I can see it. I mean, I I think the pin is going to be front. Right. Yeah. Which is the uh, more favorable position on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, no, that, I I, I, I like water into play on Sunday. Let's go. Does. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. All right. So my third one is I wrote about this in the column is Jamar Chase's uh receiving yards minus fourteen and a half over Hoblin's fourth round score. So he's gonna make it there first. <laughs> Well, so that's the thing. Number one, Hava needs to make it. He's plus one right now. He did not look very good oh. today. If this will no action if he yeah. doesn't tee off, but regardless, let's just say for the sake of argument's sake, he yeah. What's cut like going to be? It's going to be what? Who? So Chase's over under is on this book. It's like eighty two, which is really high. On other books, like seventy nine. Yeah, but you so gotta, realistically, gotta, this is like sixty four and a half, which is really low. Yeah. So Hoblin's fourth round score is going to be between like 65-73. So maybe in that case you might want to just bet the standalone. But in reality, this is probably just going to come down to how you feel about Gerard Chase. So like Hoblin's score, I don't think is going to matter here. So it comes down to there's been buzz all week. Excuse me. Will Jalen Ramsey? There's a vodka soda's coming through. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> It's going to come down to all week. Will Jalen Ramsey shadow Jamar Chase? And apparently he's chirping the media about it. I don't think he will. So for a few reasons. Number one, Ramsey has never really been a true shadow receiver. He locks down pretty much one side. The Rams have also been kind of moving around the formation just like, you know, for their defensive coverages. Um, I also think maybe if the Rams do want to take away Chase, I think they would be smart to actually employ deploy the uh, Bill Belichick strategy, what they did with Malcolm Butler, 
putting him on the number two guy and then double teaming the number one guy. That yeah. worked for years. Yeah. Until they like, did play him in the Super Bowl. Wait yeah, so put, so put Ramsey on Higgins to lock him down. And Higgins is really good. Yeah. That's why I don't think he, like shelling Chase will work because Higgins would just burn him. Like he's a really talented receiver too. And Tyler Boyd's really good. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to do anything. I think they would actually be better off just putting Ramsey on Higgins and then double teaming Chase and that's, but regardless. Let's, so let's throw that out. Irregardless. Let's throw it out of the window. Okay. All year, the Rams secondary has actually been kind of overrated. <laughs> so they exactly. give up a ton of yards to number one receivers. Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson. They all had more than 80 yards receiving. More than Jamar Chase's uh, total. Uh, Michael Pittman also had 100 yards. He's the number one receiver for that team. Uh, the only studs that didn't have him was A.J. Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. They were hurt all year, so I kind of give that a pass. Rams gave up the fourth most receiving yards to receivers all year. So they give up a lot on the back end, too. We talk about how bad the Bengals secondary is. Rams secondary kind of can get exploited, too. And I found there was actually a correlation between Jamar Chase's good and bad games this year. And basically, it was against, like, how good these secondaries were. So against teams with top half and yards allowed to receivers, he amassed 64% of his yards in those games. And against bottom half, tougher teams, it's 36%. I mean, he had to play Cleveland twice. He had to play the Steelers twice. Those are really tough secondaries. But yeah. when he played really bad secondaries, the Bengals did a really good job finding ways for him. So for me personally, I just took the Jamar Chase over yards. I know that I think the guys over in SGP, they love the under. I disagree with the analysis. I think it's actually going to go over. Um, and not for nothing. There is a notable golf mush who loves Jamar Chase under receiving yards. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I got that going in my favor too. So right. sorry, Sean and Kramer. You might get Andercurse this week. <laughs> so I just took the sandlin' over, but you know what? If you want to take the chance of maybe Hovland goes super low on Sunday, you can shave a couple yards off that total and then yay. You got it like, you know, your bench benchmark would then be like Chase. 75 and a half yards or something like that. Yeah. I know, and they'll probably replace Hodlin with a different golfer if he doesn't make it to the fourth. They probably, they probably will. This is a CD offshore that'll just probably jam something there on Saturday. Absolutely. All right. Okay. All right. How about any novelty props? All right. Uh, why don't you go first? Because I did a little bit of talking there. I'll give my voice box a little yeah, bit. Yeah, give your voice box a rest. Take a sip. And it's it's almost impossible. We're almost already at a fucking hour already. This is this is absurd. We're gonna we're gonna burn through these. The um, all right. So on the same line of thinking that you were thinking that McVeigh thinks outside of the box and wants to use weird shit and all that stuff. So I have a non QB to th- throw a touchdown. I'm thinking OBJ throws a touchdown. Maybe he doesn't catch a touchdown. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm getting 12 to 1 on it. Why not? Fucking uh, Danny Amendola uh, threw a touchdown for the Pats. Uh, they try all this shit all the time. Like, I don't see why not. OBJ's thrown a touchdown, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I think yeah. he threw one to Saquon Barkley. God, that was <laughs> rest in peace, that duo. I know, right? All right, so I like that. Um, tails. Uh, tails never fails. I bet every fucking year. I don't care. Like, whatever. But that's just what I bet. Um, and then my – so I have – this is my favorite fuck. This is my favorite one. The color of Snoop shoes on halftime. Color of Snoop shoes. Blue is plus 250. The dude, okay. the dude is a crip. The colors for the L.A. Rams are fucking blue and yellow. 
They're going to be fucking blue. They're going to be blue shoes. I, I, I am fucking so well, happy. Well, isn't, isn't he like a Steelers fan? Yeah, because I saw black, yeah, black, yeah, black and gold. Yeah. Okay. So what if it's yellow? It could be yellow. Not and I saw I saw that shorter, but he's a crip, so he's wearing blue. I'm telling you. He's a, <laughs> All yeah, right. So I'm not I'm not speaking out of school. Like he's a, he's a crip. All right. So you may mention the uh like uh Odell Beckham throwing a touchdown. That actually just reminded me about uh the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl. So oh, yeah. I had Trey Bird anytime touchdown at like six to one, I think. Why are you doing this? Huh? Why why do you mean because right. it, it doesn't have anything to do with your loss. Well, it does have something to do with your loss. But it's, it has nothing to do with my gambling loss. So originally, my book actually credited, hey, he scored a touchdown because he threw the Philly special. But then they immediately took it away because it doesn't <laughs> count as a touchdown. I was actually really sad about that. <laughs> yes. That sucks. I know. Because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, the handicap was right. He got a touchdown. He just, just threw it. Yeah. <laughs> you got any more? Or, uh, I got So I just have I have two more. And I feel like this might be a sucker bet. I don't understand why chains used over one and a half times plus one ten. They're gonna bring the chains out more than once, right? Doesn't seem like they use the chains all that often anymore. You don't think so? I don't think so. Now that they got like technology and stuff, and like they got New York in their well, they got New York in their ear. They probably said, "Yeah, it's first down. Just like give it to." I haven't laid that one yet because I was like, "This seems dumb." Like I don't understand. Like in my brain, they use the chains all the time. I guess I'm seeing more and more like it's really close, and they just just say, "Yeah, yeah, fuck it, just go for it." Yeah. Okay, you might be right. It feels like maybe they got someone in their ear from New York just saying, "Like, yeah, it's definitely a first down. Just give it to them." Instead of like, "All right, let's delay the game and bring out the chains." That's fine. Yeah. So that that might happen. Is Ed Hockley's? Who's the referee crew? Is it Ed Hockley's son? I have no idea. It's, 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 not, it's not that asshole, by the way, who cost me my survival. Survival pick. Jesus Christ, dude, that guy loves himself. So Ed Hockley Jr. Um, and then my last one is, what is the MVP? Who does the MVP thank first? God. Fucking plus two thirty-five. God. Yeah, first, I, I think Burrow and Stafford were born against too. So yeah, absolutely. That, that that to me is like that's I'm more confident in that than the blue Snoop shoes. Okay. That's it. What was the odds on that? Plus two thirty five, for God, for God, he uh, makes his like plus one sixty or something like that. Mm. All right, does God smile favorably on us when we bet on him, or or is that against the Bible for gambling? Just let's just not go down this road. <laughs> that's not good. That's, that's me uh, finishing my drink there. All right, so uh, so I always show like the novelty props, and mine are just like it's not game stuff. This is all just silly shit. So I always show like the halftime props, and by the way, the, the goddess of golf, very excited about the halftime show this year. Yeah, yeah, me too, oh, dude. It's all rap music from yeah. when I was, when I was a school. kid. We were yeah. in high school. Yeah, it's great. It's going to be so it's gonna be good. epic. Yeah, be good. There's so, rumors that Method Man might come out with fucking Mary J. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Do you know how excited I will get if they do "You're All I Need"? I will be fucking. Oh yeah. I'll do a live stream if that happens. How's that? There we go. <laughs> no, I, I, I have very high expectations of this halftime show, but she, I gave her the odds and she saw one for what type of earrings that Mary J. Blige Ooh. is going to wear. And Ooh. she, and the goddess of golf is adamant. It is going to be the biggest hoop earrings. Absolutely. 100%. That's minus 125. I just took that. Shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Wait, you have to tell me where you got that. I will fucking, I will hammer that thing. There's yeah. no way they're not fucking hoops. Now, no she way. thought she was a little scared about the chandelier earrings. Cause oh, hoops. 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 Big old hula hoops. Big old hoops. This is a joke. So my, like, my wife, like, 
wears hoops and like uh and my uh, one of my best friends wife Pete uh Kelly wears hoops and like we always make hoop jokes and shit because like those are the type of girls that I grew up fucking loving, man. Big old fucking hoops, like let's there go. go. Yeah, big old hoops on Mary J. Blige. Yes. And then uh let's talk about poor Joe Biden. Why? It's, Why? It's, it's you, just, you just brought up the religion, and now we're going around the Biden road. I'm just, I'm just saying, like it's been rough. It's been a rough month for Joe Biden. You got yeah. inflation going up. You got the Russians are going to take over Ukraine. It's, it's yeah. not great. Okay. Let's get an interview. Please get to the bed. <laughs> and he'll probably get have to. He might make a Super Bowl pick. Okay. And Biden probably needs some votes. If he's yeah. running in 2024 and Ohio is a swing state. It's true. He doesn't need California. No one, no one's no. going to come back in 2024 and say, Hey, he picked the Bengals. We're not voting for him in California. They but eat the, a bunch of cow and tofu. The, They're the, voting for him. The 20 anyway. Rams fans. like, But maybe those Bengals fans in Cincinnati will be a little upset if he picked the Rams. And okay. Maybe whoever's run against them in 2024 say run an ad campaign about for that in Cincinnati. So I think he's going to pick the Bengals to win the Super Bowl for political reasons at minus 120. I like it. I actually like that angle. Okay. See, that was safe. That was fine. Yeah. Okay. Just keep moving. All right. Let's go. I'll be taking our break and then we'll do our official pick. <laughs> all right, man. So, um, all right. Listen, better fantasy. The fantasy season might be over, but the action is still coming on the better fantasy app. Download the free to play app today. To bet on the player props for the NFL playoffs and the big game. You can also enter their player prop pools to score big when you win. We love better fantasy because you can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You learn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states. Uh, download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGP. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGP. And listen, go 10 and 0 with the Super Bowl props and win $100,000 on the SGP and app. It, the app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store, and it gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. And listen, you guys did a great job uh, with the reviews. Still need more. Let's go. Still need more. Spread the word. Bring them here. Uh, it's a great week for it. We're already off to a good start. So uh, let's go. Bring some more DJs into the family. All right, what do we got? Don't 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 mush it. I said bring some more DJs into the family. Oh, uh, I thought you said we're off to a good start with the. Uh, no, I meant we're off to a good start on the tournament. Oh uh, no! Don't mush it. I said, we're off to a good stat. That's not a fucking mush. It's a fact. That's any positive. God damn. All right. Especially your track record last couple of weeks. Fine. Why don't you give your official pick for the Super Bowl? <laughs> so, I'm and you, and you haven't made the bet yet, have you? I haven't, because I really don't. So I, think, I think you should make it tonight. I don't know, man. So, my brain is telling me that the Rams are going to run roughshod over the fucking Bengals. But I see a little bit of Brady and Burrow, man. I don't know, man. I I you, think I'm gonna see some Belichick and Zach Taylor though. No. Yeah, I don't either. I really this, I, this, I, this was a coach that they were saying was gonna get fired this year. Yeah, whatever, dude. That's every coach is on the hot seat, and especially with that fucking terrible ownership group they have in Cincinnati. Um, I think I think I'm just gonna go. Fu- I, my guess is what I'll do is I'll end up going fucking. Rams first half, and then Bagels, Bengals, Bagels, Bengals. <laughs> that's, that's a Freudian slip. Right. And then Bengals money line, whole game. That's what I think I'm going to do. They're going to go first half. I'm going to have to shop around, see where I find a two and a half you found, but I'll probably end up with the three. It's, Rams, it's, it's mostly three everywhere. Yeah. I got lucky to find a two and a half. Yeah, I'm not even sure that's around anymore. Yeah, so whatever. I'm going to go Rams first half, 
Bengals full game. Let's okay. That's what I'm All right. And I like the under, but wait till the last, last possible minute to bet it. Okay. So I also kind of had in my head that, like I just mentioned, I don't think Zach Taylor is a very good coach. I think they have a lot of problems on defense. I don't think they can get a stop. I can see this like being an ugly game, but like like a 27-13 Rams win that comes in the under where the game is just not really in doubt. Yeah. So I so I was but I had been hearing just like how I gauge like you can look at apps of like where the betting splits are. I don't trust that. How I gauge is like how like like I said. You don't trust the data, Steve? No, I don't trust the data from some stats that say like how the betting tickets are split. I don't. So how I gauge it though is like if I'm listening to like a golf telecast or like something, who are they mentioning? Who are the hosts mentioning? And it's a lot of how great Joe Burrow is, how great the Bengals are. Like that's that's the first team out first out of their mouth. So it seems like I think the sentimental pick is the Bengals because they, you know they're a small market team. Joe Burrow's great. I think that's who Joe Q Square is picking this week. And I was hoping that eventually the line would maybe go down to three and a half or three. It's not. It's been hovering between four. It's a war between four and four and a half right now. It's going to stay there. And I end up just saying, screw it. I'm taking the Rams minus four. And I just, when I I found a book that just had it, I just took it. So Rams Rams minus four. Stafford, your MVP. Um, Yeah. Sean McVay gets his first Super Bowl. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. It's just happened for me to, I don't know, back that Rams team. And there's no fa- no real fans out there. Beckham shot his way out of town in Cleveland like an asshole. Like, I don't know. I know, but I, I think just I think that front four is just so. No, me too, man. I mean, it's, that's so much, such, I, it's such a weapon. I fucking hammered that fucking sack. And, and I took the, I already took because I didn't think I was going to find the over five and a half of sacks. I'm super impatient. I already took the over three and a half Ram sack. So that was, that was yeah. later. And like, I mean, just being in a big spot, you know. Bengals are going to be tight at some point. Like, Everybody's going to be tight. The staff is I, I, be I know tight. they are, but like, what, what's like probably the loosest like squad? I think like, Joe. Gonna, I think Joe Burrow is going to be looser than Matt Stafford. I have zero. I, I, I think the Rams defensive line is going to be loosest. Yeah, maybe. And but that dude got that dude got smoked in that Tennessee game, and he still came back and fucking won the game. Tennessee though, Ryan Tannehill threw like four picks. No, listen, I agree. Listen, yeah, it's tough. It wasn't. I think I think it was four, but it was three, right? Three. For it, one right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. And, yeah, and listen, man, whatever it is. Like, I, I, listen, I care more about the waste management open than I do about the fucking the Super Bowl right now. Mm-hmm. Now, once that's over, then I'll care a lot about the Super Bowl because I'm sure I'll have all a bunch of – I'm going to have more action than this. Hey, of course. There's some things I talk about tonight. You're like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, From I the know. golf analyst who doesn't really do anything football handicapping full time. Yeah, I just <laughs> – what did I say? I said I couldn't wait for football season to be over so I could stop losing all my golf when he's on football. <laughs> well, but, you got USFL coming down the pipe. I'm not betting on that, dude. Oh, yes, you will. You'll be hitting up Adam Pelletier and say, like, all right, who do you like? Oh, yeah. I will. No. Houston Gamblers versus the New Jersey, whatever they're no. called. No, 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 no. Bad enough. Bad enough. I got, I, got, I got enough fucking problems. All right, you got anything else? No, I don't. Let's close this show out. <laughs> all right, let's close it out. All right, so good week, good start to the tournament. Um, hopefully we get a nice sweat going into Sunday. Uh, everybody enjoy your fucking, uh, Super Bowl weekend and, uh, don't forget to go leave us rate and reviews and, uh, let's break them fucking books, baby. Let's go. Yeah.